Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. All right, and it's time to get it started. Let me, ooh, I got it. Sorry, y'all. I got to click here at the beginning. My earphone, my, ear, my mic and all that. It's a little bit loud. I got to go over here and run and push all these buttons. So you already know, if you're catching this as a podcast or a replay, you can fast forward while we say hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening in this no time zone environment. But it's morning for me. It's where I'm going to reach over here and grab my journal, turn to a blank page because that's what I subscribe to. I'm going to try not to move so much. I've been hearing a lot of noise on there. Listen, it's come Monday. It is come Monday. I've already been up starting trouble, bringing clarity <laughs> and all that other good stuff. So let me uh, jump on here and see and make sure that we land where we're supposed to land. And I can say hello to, and oh man, I feel like I got some sniffles and all that. We're on a, a couple different platforms. So if you have issues where you are listening in a live environment, you can always go. There are a couple alternatives uh, that you can catch. This is how to get out of bed. I'm Yolanda Lattimore at Dryer Buzz, a 17 year blogging and podcasting. I love podcasting because I can come on here because I can only say so much in a in a post, okay, or a tweet. I can only say so much, but this is where we really get the clarity and celebrate our sanity. Look for a moment to be grateful. Uh, I'm not a singer. I don't even play one on live stream. And again, there is alternative location. Um, there is a page on Facebook that's called how to get out of bed. Facebook doesn't want us to tell you to like, share and follow. So I'm just going to ask you, don't let this die with you. Don't let it die with you. Hit that button, share it out. Y'all let me see. And it's so funny because at one time Mark Zuckerberg said he wanted to give everyone in the world the opportunity to share anything except for on Facebook. All right, so let me get a watch party going here. And uh, moments before I come on, I try to have a little bit of clear, I, meditation. I try to meditate. And something did come to mind uh, besides this 38% battery that I have, which means it's going to be nice, short, sweet, okay? But I noticed, I kind of got a little funny bone going on this morning. Uh, morning let me see. Evening. There we go. Sorry for that delay. Um, so I got, I, I want to say, find something funny. Can you imagine if you were to wake up today and I'm going to try I got the sniffle. So I'm going to try to remember. I do have a mute button. Like now. Hold so that I don't have to put all that in, in your ear. Um, so if I go silence, just know that I'm probably sneezing. Got a little cough. Got a little, got a dump button. Um, so what we're going to do is I want to write down, I don't know, have we ever done humor, humor? I don't want to use the word funny. Let's use humor and humor. Know that, oh, here comes the next word already. Humor is selective. Somebody's probably going to come pull my door because I hear a little bit more stirring in the house, um, than I knew was available, but humor is selective. Um, and humor comes through in various situations. We all... First of all, let's talk about human. Okay, we are human. We don't write that down enough. We talk about it all the time, the human nature. And I'm having to put the, why am I putting this in my, uh, oh, because I don't want to lean over. I'm like, why am I putting this book in my lap all of a sudden? Human nature. Okay. And I don't want to have a lot of words to write down today. I do want us to come with exercise. Like, like what's your, 
I guess there's a book called, I'm looking across the room at it, Language of Love. But what is your language in times of humor? Some people find humor in the in the wrong places. You know, sometimes you can find humor a little too soon. Hashtag too soon. Like for me, I, I, I can, I, I won't say I can find humor in a, inappropriate in things that are inappropriate, but sometimes the timing is a little off. Like the punchline is like coming through, right? Um, and you got to let it out, you know, say some things like I wanted, there was a, um, a post that Atlanta Falcons did this morning and I'm like, man, there's a punchline to that. But then is that in, we talked, remember we did that post about being sensitive, sympathetic, empathetic. And I'm like, well, it's not really a situation not to be sympathetic, but you know, then maybe, uh, is it really an, a, a situation of having empathy? Can I just be humorous after seeing this post? And talking about some of the other players, you know, I'm like, oh, this player. And, and I'm like, mm, I had to pause. I had to put that, put that tweet on hold. I'm like, mm, let, me put this, let me put this tweet on hold. I, I'll save it. I'll save it. I ain't going to let it go. I'm going to save it and use it at the appropriate time. Timing. Let's write that down. Timing. Uh, there are those. Have you ever had to have a discussion with someone and they have the nervous giggle smile and you're like, what? You know, and it upsets you, you know, because people, we're, we're different. We handle things, especially under pressure. Like there are those, you know, people who, who they, when they get mad, they cry and people see that as some kind of, of weakness and so forth. Well, there's also the same thing with humor. Like, am I, this phone like really just died? I'm like, really? Let me grab a charger and put it on this. Not, not the one we're on. I'm watching the time. I'm watching the battery on that one because I really don't want to go. I don't want to go that long. It's Monday and I need to really jump into some things. As you know, um, we've got some new supporters coming on. And so let's stop and pause for the calls and thank um, Natural Soap by Zakia as well as AIB Nation. I'll tell you a little bit about both of those somewhere in the middle and maybe towards the end. But if you're shopping for a Father's Day, go to Natural Soap by Zakia. You've got until the 10th to get your last guaranteed order shipping in time for Father's Day. And let me tell you, there's nothing most rememberable, most rememberable about dad than his scent, okay? His soaps what's going on in his beard, you know, all those things. Those are things you'll remember forever. If you don't know it now, you know what I'm telling you. Uh, and also my authors that are, my authors are packing up, honey. Let me tell you, y'all are joining the nation and getting ready to go on tour. Check the timeline. We shared some new information from AIB Nation, authors in business, because once you publish your book, you need to learn the business side of being your own publisher, because you're self-publishing. We all are, because uh, there, there's no industry out there. I mean, there is for, but you got to have like, you know, million, thousand, hundred, ten thousand. Hold on two. Okay. I got it. I'm trying to open up something here. You know, it's like, let me tell you, you can do that. Let me, let me tell you what it is to have a, a deal. First of all, to get a, 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 a traditional deal, music deal, publishing deal, all those things, uh, distribution, all that stuff. Um, that means that means that there's money in the front. A lot of people right now are investing in yourself. You're having to invest in yourself, and that's probably the case. But if you're having to, what is that school bus? Is some school started today? What? Okay. <laughs> if you're having to invest in yourself, um, you need to make the investment into this association and, and uh, awesome membership. I don't want to 
tell you too much right now. But go over, check out the hashtag wherever you are. I'm not going to send you anywhere. Stay where you are. Just use the hashtag in the search wherever you are for AIB Nation and see the history of this association organization and what they have been able to accomplish for authors, y'all. Great video that's out there for you to share. And then also you see in that, um, we've all, we are launching on the 9th. We are launching our um Social media clinics and consulting. That's going to be the new offices of distributions, dryer buzz. It's exciting. I'm so excited. I'm like counting down the days. As a matter of fact, uh, that's come Sunday. That's come Sunday. We got one week left before we kick off, and it's going to be absolutely awesome and amazing working with. I've got some great nonprofits coming on board, I've got some great organizations, businesses, brands, personal brands. Um, Gosh, Lee, oh my God, I'm just thinking about the countdown on that. Go to SM Clinics, smclinics.eventbrite.com. Also on Instagram, you can instantly book a session. You can instantly book a, a session with me. If you want the full-on best practices, tried and true best practices of someone who was at the beginning of the game, changes the game overnight, you want to come and Take, check it out. If you want to do group sessions because you're not, you're not really ready. You want to find out like what's the, what's the trends, what's everybody doing. Come to one of the group sessions. If you're ready for that one-on-one working particularly in your industry, particularly to your brand, particularly your mission, your goals, um, your audiences, your readers, then you want to get your consulting. All right. That's also available. Let me, let me let's get into this because I don't want to be long. It's Monday. It's Monday. And I know you like me, dreaded getting out of bed. Maybe you had that Sunday night anxiety about getting your day started and you woke up, I don't know, maybe you called out, maybe you're in traffic. I don't know. Where are you? Let me know. Let me know where you are. Um, and I'm going to try and get in here and check out some of these comments, but I want to get through this conversation. I know I woke up kind of feeling humorous. Um, but I understand, even though as I'm putting things out there and, you know, and I, I'm, I usually go by my own. I, y'all, I, I don't even know. There's not even a word for it. Let me not even find one. But you need to, humor is selected. People are, they select what they want to find funny. Everybody else could be laughing and you have that one person like looking at you like they, 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 they can't make it make sense. Right. Because it's something else. Um, sometimes you will hear laughter or remember Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle walked away from his show. And interesting enough, Dave Chappelle talked about this haunting laugh, the laugh that came at the wrong time. I remember I went to the movies. I was in New York and I went to the movies. Now, mind you, I'm from the South. I'm laughing to you right now, just outside Atlanta. So going to the movies in New York, where there's like this multitude of cultures in one screening. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Where do they do this at? Because we don't know that kind of diversity here in the South. All right. So it was odd watching this movie in in New York because the laughter came at so many different inappropriate times. What What's deep? What, it was so funny because there was like these little pockets like, and you go like, what are they laughing at? You know, and then, okay, now that that's clearly not the right time to be laughing. Who's sitting over there? You couldn't even, I, I don't know about anybody else. I couldn't even enjoy the movie. Because I was like, okay, I never would have found that funny. But then, you know, you're like listening. Like, oh, that's what they laugh at? They laugh at that. 
what? You know, it's like, okay. And it, it was, ah, I'm trying to remember what, gosh, I wish I could remember what movie it was. But it was just really interesting hearing, and it had to be a movie with some type of diversity in it because the audience, and I know any time in New York, you know, you never know what that situation going to be. But um, it was just, it was just interesting. And even this weekend, and this is probably why I woke up thinking about humor this morning because yesterday I went all in on um, every kind of television programming you could think of. There was so much, so many ethnicities on my TV. Um, the Angry Asians, um, not, I didn't watch the movie Crazy Rich Asians, I guess because I did watch it. I was recommended all these other Asian movies. But there's a real cute, lighthearted, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to say it's cute, and I'm going to say it's lighthearted. And I kept trying to remember where did I see the, the actress before. But the actress was a comedian. Hold on. I think Patty Betty done woke up. You know, Patty Betty got to have all her speakerphone calls. They don't, they don't know how to talk on nothing but FaceTime. Okay. So I, I saw this actress and I remember she was a comedian, uh, in this cooking show and not, you think like a comedian in a, a cooking show. She was a guest on this cooking show that I was watching this, this, uh, it kind of ended up being a docudrama and it's called Ugly Delicious. And I was like, where did I see her before? And I remember she was so raw in this cooking show. And what was the, oh, Always Be My Maybe. That's a movie that everybody watched over the weekend. If you do not watch it, it's really good. It's really lighthearted, really funny. But it's an Asian movie. And I think I can call it that. It was, because it was, you know. And, of course, they had the sassy black woman in it. And sometimes that's just altogether humor. You know, and it, and, and it brought, I don't know, maybe that's why I watched it. I don't know, because you never know what, what Netflix is going to show you on the thumbnail try to get you to watch stuff, and then you um, watch it, and you're like, wait, what is this? Right, Netflix is black-facing, but that's okay, all right? Because we, we need to know when the black people are working, right? Again, that's just some more humor. That's just some more humor, y'all. Oh, somebody's live cooking. Oh, I love that. Go ahead, thumbnail. Rock your thumbnail. I like how they did that. I did that, too. So, um, so humor. We're talking about humor. Um, come Monday, usually what we do on Mondays, we kind of go back and review, but we did a review the other day on, um, Sunday, on Sunday, I think we did a quick review and yesterday for those of you coming on, we talked about emotions. Now it's, it's funny that the day after dealing with all those emotions, here we come talking about humor. And I just, and I just realized that, and normally I don't turn the page back unless we're going to review. Yesterday, just yesterday, we talked about our emotions. And that's probably why I went looking for something humorous to watch because over the weekend, everybody was binging on When They See Us, which is the uh, true-to-life story that gives us the um, story of the Central Park Five. And so very heavy for done in four parts. I, and I, I haven't met too many people who can sit through part one, uh, cause part one recondemns America. I had to watch it going backwards because I have kept up with the story through other documentaries and especially particularly Corey wise, because I think of all of the guys and I don't know, I'm just saying story wise, um, Corey Wise has appeared in other documentaries 
that have worked on things coming out of the innocent project. And as a, as a justice blogger, I've kept tabs on those, that content. So when I see these content come through on the larger mainstream side of entertainment, even though Ava DuVernay is having to use the entertainment vehicle to really, um, continue some of these stories there. I want you to find there's a documentary where that really shows Corey Wise's, uh, involvement with the innocent project and helping others. Cause you know, he, um, being that he was old, the older of the guys, he served some real harsh time over more than a decade, uh, in prison. And so, um, where the others went off to juvenile and then on, um, to prison, and this wasn't like an overnight thing. And I think and we were talking about yesterday, we were talking about how hard it was for us, us, when they see us, how hard it was to process that and to deal again with the truth and the fact of how society is hell bent on disrupting our lives and all out existence, right? So some, some people were dealing with this a little bit harshly. So, and I guess I was too, but like I said, I watched it backwards. I couldn't go, I couldn't watch it forward because I just remember, I truly remember, um, issues with detectives and, and so many of these stories. And one of the things that we were saying, and I posted about yesterday is like, listen, you know, it wasn't just the central part five. I mean, every community had those in which they were fighting for to free from such an unjust system. I mean, this was, this was a culture and it was a culture of detectives just rolling up and just snatching children off the block and not just black, you know, and, and not just black and white, you know, and, and I hate that we live in a, we live in a, a climate that looks at everything as black versus white or black and white. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't because we damn well better. Okay. And forever and always, um, and understand that. And I understand there's some people that have been able to cross the aisle, cross the line, you know, blur things and things like that. And I salute that the genuineness of that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you better regardless. I mean, if you're going to procreate, uh, this is going to become an issue and a concern. And so going so deep in our emotions just yesterday, um, we talked about how to come through that. It's funny that on today, here I am talking about humor, how I woke up today. And I think I woke up, you know, like, okay, that was a, that was a bit heavy day. Now let me just drop some punchlines. And I dropped a couple of funny things on my on my timeline, even though one of them was pretty serious, you know, it still was a little bit of humor in that. And you got to understand that there is, oh, here comes this word language. I love that language is coming through because language is so important because I'm going to write down semantics because even on the side of language, we get caught up on semantics. Like I posted a comment on one thing and then here comes a guy like right behind. It's usually men and women, men and women won't, don't, will probably not ever use the same language or say the same thing. And so there's a guy already trying to, trying to dispel what I'm saying. And I'm like, and I love how they do it. Cause the first thing they do, they say, you're wrong or no. And then they come out and then they literally say the same thing. It's like, dude, do, do, do I need to show you what a synonym is? I'm like, oh, is it a synonym? A thesaurus? Do I need to get you a thesaurus? You know, sometimes you have to, let me tell you, listen, ladies, let me tell, let me tell y'all how to deal with this. Okay. Let me, those who want to act, action, act. Okay. Actions. Right. Here's what I, I'm going to start doing. Cause I, sometimes I do it. Here's what I'm going to start doing. 
fellas, I'm going to start doing this because y'all, they think like all cats, you know, really like yeah, it denotes you getting loud. But then like, why? First of all, why are you all up in your emotions over this? Because, you know, it, it, it asks you, what do you think? It asks me, what do I think? And it's OK if we think differently. We don't have to. I'm not about to agree to disagree because, I mean, if you just disagreeable, I'm not going to agree to accept that anyway. And two, I'm, I'm giving my opinion. It doesn't say you must abide by my opinion no and i damn well don't have to abide by yours so we don't it ain't even about agree we don't have to agree to even disagree just say yours let me say mine and keep it moving right so here's what i'm going to start doing ladies and gentlemen uh because we know drivers yeah brothers y'all be rolling um fellas i guess i should say because let me not let everybody think oh she talking about all black men. listen y'all don't, don't start with me today but anyway Here's what I'm going to start doing because, fellas, y'all get so caught up on the semantics. Uh, I'm going to start dropping clips from, I'm going to start screenshotting. Um, and, and now I'm going to full on copy and paste from the thesaurus just to let you know we are saying the same thing. Just to give, just to put that out there because, you know, y'all think if y'all put a little bit of aggression on your post or this, that, and the other, you know, y'all got all this micro macro aggression going on, especially in this, in this climate, you know, and then you want to like, you want to like be aggressive with a woman and tell them they want to be equal. Well, dude, did you not hear why they want to be equal? They want to be equal so you can kind of stop being aggressive. You know, I'm just telling you, get your testosterone checked before I check it. Cause that's the last thing you want to do is have me intervening that I'm just saying, I'm just going to get the tutorials. So, I mean, I just love it because the way they would do, first they'll do, they'll put like a big no. Okay. All caps, no, um, exclamation point. And then literally say the same thing you just said. It's like, do you mean no? As in you, I just shouldn't say what I want. Like, what's the no? What, what do you mean? What, what is the no? Or what, what is, what do you mean by no? And then going on to repeat what I said. It's like, no, I don't get to, are you trying to say I don't get to say it? Or women don't get to say it? It's like, or I shouldn't. Now, it's, it would be different if you were saying, let me, sister, let me say that for you. A woman, let me say that for you. I am a man. Let me say that. Instead of saying no, just say, let me say it for you. Because if it's going to help. It's going to help those that are selective actually hear it. You echoing what I'm saying? Because I, I hate when people have to come like behind us and tell you over and over and over, dude, you're just saying what she's saying. You know what I mean? It's like, anyway, so language and actions and semantics. But for the most part, I think it, I think it is semantics. It's like, this is one post. There's one post. Um, this is woman in, in Atlanta. She's a dark Becky. Okay, look up hashtag dark Becky. Um, her actions have gotten the best of her. She's out here on social media. She's watching all this stuff and she done got caught up. Well, she probably, she better, um, serve some time, right? She's about to serve some time. Okay. But you know, newspaper is like already trying to like give her ex the escape route and, um, take, you know, whatever jury pool and all this kind of stuff, you know, suppressing, suppressing the full story. I won't say evidence, but suppressing the full story. And, you know, cause they know that they can't go dropping a newspaper on the front porches of their larger audience, uh, with facts, right? We already know they don't want the facts. 
They love the whole fake news kind of thing. And this is this is why news and, and whatever news and newspapers exist out there. This is what they do. This is the nature of, of them being remaining in business is they have to, you know, think about what's above the fold when they go to drop this on the front porch of their last long and hanging on subscribers. Right. So or viewers for a local TV. Okay, so anyway, hit woman Hannah, apparently, is what she ought to be called, what everybody's refusing to call her. Um, Pull the Vigilante Act, by the definition of vigilante. Pull the Vigilante Act against, um, there's recorded, there was a recording people of, of, of authorities telling her not to do something. She goes ahead and does it and fatally wounds an individual. Individual of which they are still trying to investigate whether or not he was in the midst of some type of medical situation. She um, tried and executed him in the middle of the roadway um, rather than going in and seeing if something was wrong. Now, we not it's not even semantics, but. In that the entities that normally would deliver us the facts are as corrupted as they are in this day. We're going to have to wait until a trial. And you know, even during a trial, you really don't get the facts. You know, this side tells a great story. That side tells a great story. And the person sitting there, like, you know, hoping one of the sides wins. So they don't even have to tell you really what happened, right? And so that's the situation that's going on. So I put a comment on that. Just a little comment, not a lot. I mean, I put a lot on my post, but over there, I just did a little bit. And so this guy is like, he's like coming behind. He literally says, um, he literally says, I said, well, how? I said, well, the newspaper put a video, embedded a video in their story. And in the video, they said that they were trying to see if the man was in having a a situation with his diabetes, if he was in diabetic shock. Therefore, he would have had an accident, which he had an accident. She executed the man after an accident. I just yesterday told you guys about a story. Remember, we were talking about the when they see us. I just yesterday told you about a gentleman who had a, a African-American male, if y'all need that, had a seizure and a fatal accident and ended up being tried and sentenced for murder Ended up finally, um, he was trying to get the overturn and his dad was a police officer. Okay. And, um, he is, he got out, finally got out and I can't remember to what extent he was released. Um, but not, definitely not exonerated to enlist. And that's what I said. I was going to find out the status of that situation. So we already know as like, hell, everybody's out there watching, um, when they see us. So, you know, possibly a white female, especially in her generation and with what's going on in social media and with the outreach of hate groups at this level, yes, we should suspect the hell out of her that she would chase down a vehicle of a person who possibly, we don't know yet, it's been reported that he could possibly have been having a medical trauma, trauma, and this woman executed him. So imagine the trauma of the community at this point. It was right there near the airport. Um, trauma, having a trauma. And she's, all she saw was is how she saw him. Can we put her on trial for how? How did you see him? That's the only question you need to ask. How did you see him? 
And that, I mean, that's what I would ask. How, how did you see him? Because, tap, because all the reports from his autopsy, which is all we have to go on at this point, because you murdered the man, okay, it says that he was having a, it was in a diabetic shock. It's been reported. It's been reported. So the guy, let me be on the story. Go out there and look up the story and find it. Don't let it go, okay? Don't let it disappear from the headlines. Go out there. You already know the organizations in the press. Go, go find the press. Go to the video. Go find the press. Go. You already know the organizations um, that are standing with this family. You know, they've, they're already aligned. In fact, this might have been the story that the attorney was trying to tell me at the wedding. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not here as a blogger. I got this wine in my hand. Hit me up tomorrow. Hit me up. I'm going to help you out with some of those cases. But today, you're in line already. Just grab me a white wine. Okay, I was, just, I was full on. Like, look, who's in that? I was sitting there like, who's in the line? Humor. This is the humor side. I was sitting there like, you know, it's a wedding. I ain't trying to. I'm like, it's a cocktail line. I'm like, you already know. The cocktail line at the wedding, you already know. And I'm like, who's in the line? Who's in the line? Oh, attorney, can you just grab me a white wine, please? Thank you. All right. Work that out, okay? That was the humor side. So anyway, this this is one of the um, stories that people are going to be posted on today. And all my devices are off, so I don't know if we even still on, okay? But anyway, so I I, I put one line, and I in a question I said, um, "Diabetic shock?" Question mark. That's what I said. I said, "Did they?" Now I think I probably said, "Did they?" Did the, I said, "No." I think I said. How come the video mentions something the article leaves out is that the man may have been suffering a diabetic shock. So then here comes this long poster, you know, talking about I'm drawing conclusions and, and they'd rather wait for the facts or then he goes slash proceed facts. I'm like, huh? And then wants to come at me like I'm drawing to some kind of conclusion. I just pointed out that the two sources that are... are in front of us, one of them says a woman shot the man who may have been having a diabetic shock. You would not have mentioned a diabetic shock unless there has evidence that somebody has mentioned that. Hey, listen, he left home without taking his medicine. He is because, you know, one thing about it, if you are diabetic and that could be documented. I'm just saying even after death. OK, the status, the state of a human being at the time of death and thereafter can be diagnosed. What we gonna have problem diagnosing is the state of the woman because of her protection of complexion that even this, this poor writer at this newspaper was afraid to walk into his editor's office and deliver facts. He knew that he had to write this article with all kinds of suppression in order to get it published because the newspaper cannot drop papers on the front yards of their subscribers without protecting the complexion. Ain't no humor in that. That is the history of America. It has not, and probably, and judging by all the the diversity at the newspaper, and that's how a story comes out in 2019, I don't know about y'all, but I don't expect it to change. Hashtag media apartheid. Why the hell are y'all leaving out that the man 
could possibly. And then the fact that after his death, because we want to suppress all the other facts in the case, like 911 and the authority said, please do not follow the vehicle. Please stay at the scene. Please do not intervene. Yet you follow. And we, how many, there's so many of these freaking cases out there, y'all. There's so many freaking vigilante cases out there. America is, has the history of vigilante. Notice the, the humor, the laugh trying to come through because otherwise I would seem enraged and angry. So I'm like trying to smile as I say this, but textbook vigilante, we got enough cases. Okay. Most of them are called law books. And they sit on the shelves of lawyers and lawmakers, okay? And there are laws about being a vigilante, okay? I'm just saying, we got laws, even though the most notable, notable, not notable, I don't want to say notable, what is it? Infamous vigilante in this country still walking around terrorizing American citizens because nobody wanted to punish him for murdering a young black man. So he's still out there terrorizing his own family, women who perceived to date this man. Okay. As well as there is a guy who even defended himself to this vigilante talking about vigilante Zimmerman who is going to jail because he had a run in with this vigilante, right? So we know the classic cases of vigilante, even sitting there holding dark in your eyes, trying to, trying to listen. I mean, if you, let me tell y'all what's hunting. Let me tell y'all the hunting part. This is beyond humor. If you go and find the article, it's on my timeline. Um, if you go to the newspaper, it's at the AJC. Okay. And the AJC inserted a video from the dog is snoring, trying to wake up. The AJC inserted, and we're talking about Atlanta, I'm outside Atlanta, thank God. But anyway, the AJC, Atlanta Journal and Constitution, embedded a video. They're probably going to go and delete it, so you better go find it. The, they embedded the news report from um, um, WSB. Don't trust them either. But anyway, they embedded that, okay, because uh, there's a level of suppression going on everywhere. I'm in the South. I'm in the South. It's a Southern bubble, and the Southern bubble dictates suppression. But thank you for the reporter. I know the report, I'm not going to drop his name because he's probably like, oh, Lord Jesus. But anyway, um, I love the fact that he did put in that they are trying to see if the man was in a diabetic shock um, because that's been reported. And think, frankly, it's probably going to be proven because um, it's something you can prove. The hardest thing is going to be proven is whether or not Hannah, I don't know if Hannah's going to take the insanity crazy or whatever. But watching Hannah, there's some, there's some things that Miss, Miss Hitwoman Hannah did. Um, darting other eyes with her head down, darting her eyes, listening to the testimony. Even though, you know, the newspaper won't tell, oh my God, she was crying. She was so remorseful and all this kind of stuff. Now when she was darting them eyes, she was listening like, wait, which, my, that, what, what's going on? Wait, wait, wait. That's my out right there. That's my out right there. Classic textbook. Okay. We got people that have written these books. But anyway, so, um, he, the part, watching her go to her vehicle and proceed to, change her clothing. And then the newspaper goes on to try to say she had a bruise and this, that, that. like, like everything that she's already said has been disproven. Uh, and so they gave her a bond. She's out on bond. Oh my God. Y'all she is out. She got bond. Hit woman got bond. She's out on bond. Okay. She might as well be at Burger King. I'm just saying, okay. Killers, Burger King, they go together. Sorry, Burger King. That's your brand. Cause y'all apparently let, 
you know, them roll up with these people and eat at Burger King. I'm just saying. Those are facts. That ain't even a humor. That ain't even a humorous part of this thing. But it's like, if y'all have y'all noticed, like every time something like this happened, you know, we expect them to go to Burger King because that's what it took the guy who's now on death row um, after he murdered the people in the church, right? Anyway, so when you deal with that, this is what we have to deal with on a daily basis somewhere. So it's not even the Central Park Five. Like I said, that was just one of the cases. Every every block in America was trying to trying to free at least five. I don't know a neighborhood. That's not trying to release fire. And I'm t- when I say I don't know a neighborhood, I don't know a neighborhood. I'm talking about every ethnicity. Even though all these other ethnicities are silent, they move in silence because they don't want themselves seen as suffering the same fate as black America. Doesn't mean it's not happening to them. But when you go to them and you say, man, listen, you know, and looking at our cases, y'all got a couple of cases too. Can y'all like come with us. And then a few of them say, yeah, we, we going we marching too. We this, that, and the other, you know, cause then they love to say, well, you know, they march with Dr. King. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want, uh, anyway, but anyway, so the humor side of things after something like that, that's what I woke up to. And then I'm like, let me get back. You need humor. You need humor. Did, was there like an update out there to keep devices on? Like really? Like why are all my devices going? Did I need to go into something? Like, I don't even, I don't even know if we're on. There we go. Let me bring that on right there. Let me open this one up because I'm not getting any screens. And I did say I didn't want to be on long, but humor. And I'm just going to write a couple of words down. Um, let me definitely go ahead and check and say hello to some folks. Um, oh, and let me, let me, should I pull up the story? I know. Right? One of the humor things. I'm sorry. I'm getting some action on one of the humor things. Okay. So here's what I wrote. Hit woman Hannah gets bun. At least that's what the AJC refused to call the woman who fatally shot a driver reportedly experiencing diabetic shock. Reportedly, because that's what they reported. All right. She deputized herself and committed murder, question mark, allegedly, if I need to say that. Um, but she's kind of on, she's on bun. All right. Article in local news video conflict as Atlanta newspaper um, attempts to lessen the gun woman's involvement in actions. And in the human side to that, I said, hey, y'all, Becky running up on Becky's, the Becky's, dark Becky, hashtag dark Becky, uh, out here running up on vehicles, shooting people, watch her eyes dark during testimony, textbook hit woman on a mission listening for her escape. So, and that's getting some uh, shares out there because I saw the press conference just kind of out of the side of my eye over the weekend uh, of the family. But here's the thing about it is you have to spend so much time after a person's death trying to get, it's like they go, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for the family because not only do you, the things that you have to immediately do in the loss of life, and then at the same time, you've got to try to protect that person's dignity. And we already know what happens when they see us. And, and my question to that, and I was in a discussion uh, this weekend with some viewers, is, is when we see ourselves, what happens? They see us because when we see ourselves, we've been convinced to see ourselves a certain way, you know. And people who don't want to have that kind of discussion, um, we need to. And so that's why I'm going to keep this short because I need to go and get see how far I can get involved uh, in this case and where I can assist and help and so forth. Um, 
even if it's just a train, some people up on, and, and this is normally how I get involved is like train them. Hey, listen, here's how you use social media in this case. Uh, and normally I am, um, contacted and asked those kinds of things. How do we use social media in this case? I'm oftentimes as, uh, ladies and gentlemen is how do they galvanize us around these cases on social media, getting us to do more than posting, sharing, uh, adding commentary or changing our profiles. You've got to show up in the courtroom. Let me tell you, honey, let me, let me, can I just tell you that court cases, (laughs) <laughs> they come out very differently when you feel that there's audience, there's, there's room for an audience in the courtroom. That's why they have all that space, you know, when it's not full of criminals uh, or alleged criminals or, or people who have railroaded into the criminal justice system, there's room in there um, for you to uh, witness this, these things going on. So oftentimes I'm contacted by some of these uh, historic organizations on how, what to say, how do we say this so that we get in the trends and different things like that. And, uh, and so I'm going to, and this probably was the question posed to me, uh, at the wedding, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Cause I, the wedding this weekend, shout out to the wedding. Cause it was a notable Atlanta family attorney who got married, married her holly, uh, high school sweetheart. Um, and so watching this young woman blossom in my community, um, literally just, and become a top attorney in Atlanta, her husband uh, in the music industry, top musician, top producer. And uh, it's so funny because I kept thinking about this song. I was like, why do you keep playing this song? And I'm like, oh, 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 I keep forgetting. I actually, you know what? I didn't even know. So I was like, okay, so now I get it. Um, on the humor side of things. So shout out to that. I'm so glad I had a chance to unwind this weekend. That's, that's really some of the things we talk about how to get out of bed. And I'm going to tell you. Um, it's difficult. You already know it's difficult for me going out and getting back out there. Um, but I'm pushing through, pushing through on this weekend. You'll probably see, cause I'm contrasting humorous video on my timeline where I did go to karaoke on Saturday, on Friday night, I went to karaoke, hanging out with a, one of the Facebook groups in the neighborhood, went to karaoke and then went to a hole in the wall. And when I tell you, and I don't want to call it the hole in the wall, but I know hole in the wall is like something that is always going to be in the community. It's like, it's sustaining itself and how it's sustaining itself. And you're like, what? That's why all those cars are over there. That's a good hole in the wall. Cause a good hole in the wall, what they got the hole in the wall. They got good, strong drinks, cheap drinks, strong drinks. Um, they got all kinds of, it's got, they have everything. So they have a comedy show and then they got the hip hop and then they got this kind of night and that kind of night. And so we went, cause we were at the karaoke and there, and the women were like, no, nah, man, I'm ready. I'm going to get down. I want to go do this, do that. So then it was like, we got to go to a, a, another spot. It's like, we got to bar crawl. And I'm like, what we do that? I don't know. You know, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll. It's like, yeah, you designated drive. I was like, oh, okay. So anyway, um, so we get to the hole in the wall, and the comedian there that's been inviting us out, she comes up, y'all talk about humor, talk about humor. <laughs> she immediately starts talking about the cooking show, and it was I was in tears because. She was talking about the viewers of the cooking show and some of the comments and all of this. She's like, girl, yeah, she's like, I can't stop watching. And look, can I just say thank you to all of you, uh, to 
everybody all this weekend talking to me and, and about the cooking show. I When I tell y'all, I had no idea y'all was watching. Can y'all please, no, now I see why people say, can you please put hashtag replay? Because, I mean, I have analytics, so I know there's viewership. Otherwise, I wouldn't be going back into that kitchen each, each, each week, right? And season two starts, I said season two was going to start. This, well, actually, you know what? Season two will start. I got some rice. I'm trying to do some fried. We're going to kick it off with a fried rice. We're going to kick it off. We're doing short, probably um, um, nine ingredients or 20-minute meals, some kind of way. We're, we're still f- figuring this out. Um, but season two starts on Wednesday, but y'all listen, let me tell you what's, can I, can I be on the humor on this? Um, because you guys know that, um, since I've delved into the kitchen and this whole culinary industry, uh, I've been pulled to do a level of advocacy, but beyond that, um, there's a conversation, there was an article that came out that somebody tagged me and I'm so thankful that I am, I'm just so thankful that people see me in that way that I, that's my reputation. Let's get dryer buzz on this. So somebody shared with me, there's a food blogger in New York called Dom in the city, D-O-M, not, not like dumb. Come on y'all. D-O-M, the letter N apostrophe, the city. And it's dumb, D-O-M-N, not I-N, but the letter N, the city, uh, has a food blog and she wrote about, um, the response, the duties of a food blogger. And I told you guys since coming into this, um, the issue of what's happening to women in the kitchen in some of these kitchens of these top restaurants and just, just in the hospitality, particularly black women. Cause you know, black people, we we're always looked at as a way in a way this is it's bad. Let me just say that it's bad and it's not all good. Um, and I, and I hate to hear that. And I hate to know that cause that's a lane that I'm, I'm not trying to go do. I, I never say never. Um, but I'm not trying to do that at this time, like restaurant and all that. I'm not even trying to turn my Instagram like, Hey, listen, you know, come buy some oxtails, chuck roast and all that. Even though people keep saying, Hey, how much can I give you for the oxtails? And I'm like, dude, I ain't selling no oxtails. Uh, uh-uh. uh. not yet. I'm just saying, but (laughs) it's just, it's just funny. Uh, cause you know, stop. Don't throw something. But anyway, she wrote this article about food blogging and I loved it because even though it's about food blogging, it is an issue that has gone across. It goes across the gamut into everything else. Just us. What, what, what walks in the room before we do, you know, and which is our skin. So she talked about, um, how when we're in these different enclaves and arenas, we literally have to make a decision and that is how, whether to, uh, assimilate or not. Okay. And, and I, I don't, I don't do the assimilation thing because to me, I subscribe to this thing called, I don't subscribe to this thing called covering where you downplay it's called covering uh, is where you downplay what's deemed the least favorite trait. And I know to a lot of people, a lot of y'all, you see your blackness as the least favorite trait, even though the entire population on the planet, uh, wants to master something that is naturally and genetically you us, 
Uh, even though they see us as, you know, let me just tell y'all, honey. Okay. Um, so anyway, so I love this article that she wrote. I was, believe it or not, I was really surprised. And, and, I, don't, and I, I don't know why I was surprised, but I was. I was really surprised to see that that is an issue also in the kitchen. Because damn, where the hell do we start oftentimes? Where have we been? And I, and I, I, only reason I ended up in the kitchen because I did go down the wormhole of food blogging, and I'm like, okay, first of all, these food bloggers they ain't eating nothing because ain't no way in the hell they eating because I don't ate everything. I got to go get on the treadmill like right now because trying to go to the wedding, I can't tell you how many of my beautiful, gorgeous dresses was like, nope, put me back on the anger. Girlfriend is going. I'm going to get on the treadmill after this thing right here. I promise you I'm going to get on the treadmill, and I'm probably going to do a couple laps in the pool. Got to. Got to. Because I'm like, I got dresses in there with tags on it. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay. So anyway, him, that's the human side of this thing. But I cannot, I cannot believe. So listen, y'all, when y'all go and you're dining out, and there's my battery warning, got to go. Uh, this is beyond humor. It's beyond humor what's happening and why. Um, when you ask, and I know y'all ask, why aren't there more black people doing this and why aren't there more black people? It's because the majority of black people, uh, not even the majority, I don't want to say the majority, but too many, too many black people are hashtag covering. We already know that 10% token, that 10% token is a thing. That's fine. We only got to worry about them. Let them keep on because I want, they keep your eyes on the prize. Keep on tokens. Go ahead. Um, but there are those of us, about 30% of us is like, wait, what is this? Wait, wait, what is this? Why is it that the one thing that we are known for, uh, we don't have a dominant, like, where are we dominant? Why aren't we dominant in the food industry? Why aren't we dominant? Because the one place we were talking about, y'all did this. Remember y'all did the trend where y'all was running around talking about, I'm this old and I'm that old. And I had to say, because I have to say right so i posed the question you know i, I posed the question to everybody how come all these things that we're naming no longer exist how come all of these places and people and cultural things that we say we're this old or we're that old how come none of it exists to this day how come all of it all of it every single thing that people who said they were old enough to have experience, it has vanished. You were naming restaurants, you were naming um, things we ate, places we went, all of that stuff has absolutely vanished. There was nothing, absolutely nothing that exists to this day. And, and the same thing is going on in, on on the social media because one of the questions that the food blogger, one of the reasons she wrote the article about having to choose whether or not to be a token or to acknowledge whether or not to acknowledge her blackness or, or not acknowledge it in order to find the success in mainstream was simply because there was a list that came out. And I love the, I love the writing. There was a list that came out and it was like, it gave the list and this is goes on all the time. And the list came out of the top food bloggers. Right. And there were no black people on the list, she says. And so she, there were no, now mind you now, they, they have a list. When they see us, they have a list, right, of all the top food bloggers on there. And yet there were no black people on the list, right? 
So she went and created a list. And yet then they came after her. Like, how dare you? Who do you think you that whole who do you think you are that you could just generate a list? Well, who the hell did you think you were that you could just create a list? Like, really? They come at us like this, like we're not even freaking entitled. Like when they created all these hashtags and we went and put black on all of them. Cause you left left us the hell out. Okay? So she she got all this pushback because she then therefore created a list and she created one that was all inclusive and then she created a blacklist, right? And it's like, well, you know, it's like, well, you kind of created one too when you left everybody off. Because everybody was like, well, wait, I don't even follow none of these people. I follow these people because social media is nothing without influence, right? And then, she, and then they, they said, well, the, you know, the black people weren't on there because they didn't have the follow. Okay, well, you know, black people don't like black people like that, okay? They, they already ashamed. They, they troll all your stuff, but they ain't going to like it and they ain't going to follow it. And they damn show. Don't y'all know we can't get reparations right now because black people don't want black people to get reparations. But see, y'all made me go, we're trying to do humor. I'm just saying. So, but do understand the people on the list, they have the following that they have because you put them on the list. So you're asking us to compete with something that's already unfair because one, you left all the black bloggers off the list. So therefore you didn't want to give them any kind of influence anyway. Right. But then you got to bring it back to, yes, that's what happens when they see us. But what happens when we see us? I can't tell you all of the people that come up to me talking about they like the cooking show. I had no idea you even watched. I like that look that you saw on my face. That wasn't like that was like. Oh, y'all can't see what I'm doing. That that look was like, oh, damn, I didn't even know you was watching. I never seen a share. A like, a follow, a comment. You know, I don't even know. I went and checked your page. We're not even, we're not even following. How are you watching? Because we're not even really like connected like that. And I'm telling you, everywhere I went this weekend, everybody's talking about this cooking show, this lemonade. But yeah, if I, if I, and I have to go and pitch when I have to go and pitch, I have to, because the only, I have to go and prove my numbers. Because if they go look at the follows and the likes and I, you know, I'm like, no, but if you look, it's like, okay, a hundred thousand, um, watch this, right? Even though it only got two likes, you know, I have to go deep dive into the numbers because, you know, we got issues, we got issues. And that's why this stuff continues to happen. That's why this stuff continues to happen. And I'm sorry that I didn't stick with the humor. I'm sorry, I can't be, I can't coddle you in this conversation because I'm trying to, there are people who can't, who are not going to get out of bed today because they couldn't get an opportunity because we're covering y'all. We are hashtag covering and I'm not even going to tell you to go get the book and read the book so you fully understand, but the book um, published by Kenji Yoshino has been out there. And in it, he talks about how women hold women back, how, how gays hold gays back, how blacks hold blacks back, how Hispanics hold Hispanics back. It's like, yeah, we got to deal with the dominant culture, but we're at a point in today's society where hell, the dominant culture can't even wreck, wreck the havoc that they try to because too many, too many of us are doing it already to ourselves. And so when I read that article from Dominant City, 
talking about those decisions and, and how we get this pushback from them. Like, like say for instance, you know, I've been a blog in Atlanta for 17 years and there's, you know, a, a music festival is like, well, you know, white men read your blog. And I'm like, I don't care. Cause I don't even, try. it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, la- I laughed at that. Cause I, I literally hear that. <laughs> I'm about choking. Hold on. Let me drink. Y'all, I'm telling you, this is what we have to deal with. And let me tell you, can I just tell y'all, they, my, my, I don't even know what to call them, but they do read it. It's just that I, I'm not, <laughs> but that's what, that's what happens because it, I don't know whether you know it or not, but that is the, that's the top audience for all things. It starts there. And we have to continue to be held to that standard because I'm like, I, you know that, you know, they're trolling because I, you see the evidence. See, there's this coming back to this little thing called evidence. Can I write that down? I hate to write that down on the, on the, on the, um, humor page, but there's this little thing called evidence y'all. And that's probably what I should have, what I should have talked about. no. I'm not going to write, I'm, I'm going to leave humor at the top. I'm going to go from the top to the bottom. I'm going to get out of here. And, uh, cause I said, I wanted to be on here a short time. Damn, we already been an hour and my battery's like, gotta go. Um, so I subscribe to a journal moment. Me each meaning each day I start with a blank page and at the top of the page today. I wrote down humor. I would love to, cause I think most of us for the most part seek time, seek, seek that escape. In fact, that's what the majority of people are doing on social media. There are those of us that we do see some posts and we like, oh, I can't scroll past this. I got to, I got to make sure that I'm involved in this. And that's what I did. I started out talking about some of the things that were funny and happening on the timeline uh, because it was a very heavy day with those of us that were screening this uh, show. And uh, when they see us, and also if you're in Atlanta, I saw a couple of events. uh, Somebody's having a screening here in Atlanta, you might want to check out. I'll try and find it and share it. Um, but at the top of the page, I wrote down humor. The next word I wrote after that is how humor is selective. We experience it in different times and as a response to different things. And that's simply because of the next thing I wrote was human nature. I also talked about timing. Some things can come at the wrong time or the right time. And I also talked about language and semantics because even though what I just said and what I just communicated, communicated to you, I have to laugh. I have to laugh at the end of the day because especially being a blogger and the things that I see and the things that I hear and the things that people are calling me and inboxing me and asking for my help and my assistance on buzz. Can you please share this? Can you tag that? A lot of the stuff I can't even let y'all in on that goes on in our society. And I understand the suppression of it, even though we live in a place, you know, where there's a lot of media apartheid in it. And some of the things you, you don't want to know because you would have no faith in this world. But on the side of that is I have to let you know some things because your actions are needed. Even if, even if at the end of the day, we want to laugh and have a good time and escape, we still need to have our actions because there's so much evidence, evidence being the last word that I wrote. I hope that come Monday today that I'm recording this, there's many things that will give you a chance to smile, give you an opportunity to laugh. I hope that you, if you feel like you can't get out of bed today, that you will roll over and find something. Uh, even if you have to log out of your social media and just come in as uh what do they call it? Uh, as a guest. Okay. Um, 
it's, it, there are some good things out there, some amazing things that are happening. Even after going into the kitchen and finding out all these horrible things are happening to women in the kitchen, um, I'm still going back in there. Because what did we talk about yesterday? Uh, about brave and emotions, you know, being one of the brave. Uh, I'm going back in there. And if I can impact change, I will impact change. Even if there's nothing else but to let you know, when you go out and you're dying and look around, look around. And, 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 and if you see women, you know, look, look at them, see them. That's the thing about it. It's like, see people. Everybody out here wants to be seen. There might be a wallflower or two or somebody trying to hang in the back or this, that, or the other. But everybody wants to be seen and everybody wants to be acknowledged. Um, for the gifts and things that they bring to this world each and every day. We're here for the time that we're here. We are here only here for the time that we're here. And some of us become immortal because of what we do with the time that we're here. And if making you laugh is, and that's a gift and a talent, I'm, I'm so thankful. Shout out to Duchess. Man, this weekend, because you can't, I can't tell you how difficult it was for me to get dressed in not one but both of those days, going to the going to hang out with the ladies and then even the next day doing it again. I can't tell you the, the emotions that I go through just trying to get back to life, you know, and then to walk up and have that routine. And I share, and I know it's probably shock value for some people, but hey, comedy is just that. And there's really only two, two places that um, we really get the truth about who we are in human nature, and that's comedy and theater. Comedy and theater are the only two places that are really not suppressed at this time, you know, um, one, because, you know, the funding is not there. But the minute it becomes a well-funded entity, uh, it's a whole lot of suppression will go on. But it's probably still one of the two that are still bootstrapping themselves and uh, self-sustaining, as well as is, is many, many of the bloggers that are self-sustaining are giving you the truth. Others, they got a whole lot of suppression going on. So, I hope I made you laugh. If anything, um, don't forget Father's Day is coming up. You have got uh, just another couple of days, y'all, to shop with natural soap by Jakia. The way dad smells, y'all, I'm telling you, is absolutely awesome. And you want dad to start using something real natural, okay, like real natural, especially with the, the beard care. Um, she's got some amazing, amazing products for dad. Go check it out, natural soap by Jakia. And everybody everybody should be writing y'all we got some amazing stories even humor when I go to the bookstore I go first to the humor section I look I I, I love a memoir I love a good memoir in fact I gotta write one um but I love a good memoir but let me tell you the humor section is absolutely funny and amazing I'm looking over at my at my uh bookshelf I always try to bring home something from the humor section. So if you are, let me tell you, particularly if you do write humor, humor, uh, Afrofuturism, science fiction, um, those are some of the areas that we are but don't know um, because they're not in the mainstream. And these are people who have decided, well, I don't have to full on assimilate. You know, let me tell you, Afrofuturism is a thing. We all want to be here in the future. Okay. We all live for the day. Um, but if you, those genres, um, if you are looking, you have some of those humor, uh, Afrofuturism, science, science, is it science fiction, science fiction? I want to say tech in there somewhere. Um, please follow up with Desiree Lee uh, on the AIB Nation so that you can go out. They're heading out on tour. There's a three city tour coming up. 
that she is taking authors to three uh, top metros, and they're going to go on book t- book tours. And so if you want to get out there and get your book, find out about this opportunity on uh, with AIB Nation. Also, just because I've been around a long time, people always ask me, drivers, how do I create buzz? You want to know how to create buzz? Uh, I am opening the Social Media for Business Clinic. Social Media for Business Clinic. And we've got several clinics now. A clinic is different than a workshop and a little, even slightly different from a boot camp. Uh, one is shorter than shorter time span than a boot camp. But you will leave with skills. You'll leave with skills. Skills pay bills. So come on to the camp, come on to the clinics. Um, and they're ongoing. The difference than it being just a one day thing is con- it's a continuum through the summer. And you can come and, and, and update your skills like you wake up and you're like, wait, all of social media just changed overnight? Yeah, it did. So we're going to help you uh, keep that going. And it starts, the ninth is the first session. Uh, we've got the streaming clinic, the vendor clinic, and then we've got a social media um, business clinic. And then the business clinic is a 7 a.m. clinic on a Monday morning. Like me coming on there, I would be finishing up that clinic. So, oh, my God, how are we going to do how to get out of bed? I'm going to have to do it early. So anyway, um We've got two clinics, though, on Sundays. These are group sessions. My group sessions are Sunday afternoon. These are meetups. One is for live streaming. If you want to take your streaming to the next level and turn these followers into a lifetime customers. In fact, let me just read the flyer, which is on your screen. So social media for business, clinics and consulting, small group sessions, industry specifics is going to help you increase business and grow brand and leads. We're talking about turning leads into lifetime customers. That's the difference with social media. In normal business, you get a lead and you might possibly be able to convert that lead. With social media, not only do you get a lead, convert the lead, but they become a lifetime customer because social media allows you to build a connection and bring them into a community. And that's what that's what business owners are struggling with right now is how to create a how to create a community around their business. I'm telling you. Don't become like newspapers and and forget to create a community. And then next thing you know, you're about to be ex- extinct. Okay. I'm watching too many businesses going out of business simply because they don't want to bring in just a simple le- uh, layer of social media or technology. Right. I just found out the other day, people have been like, man, y'all got to go to this restaurant. Y'all got to go support this restaurant. And then yesterday, somebody just posted they deliver. Can I, I can't tell you how many people will be ordering lunch from that restaurant to this day. Like what, what do you mean they deliver? Cause everybody's been talking about, man, I got to get over there. I can't get over there during that time. And now they on the, they on the delivery apps. Oh, honey, we talking about having, I'm going to get me some smothered gravy, something up in here. It's a country restaurant. Okay. What, what's the name of it? April's? April's, April's, April's something. Y'all help me out. It's like a country kitchen and they deliver. Oh, I might not even be in the kitchen on Wednesday. Okay. I'm just, see, already I got to go get on the treadmill. Let me stop. But listen, that's what this is about. That's what this is about. Um, you can still compete. What's going on with the retail apocalypse is not that businesses don't have customers. It's just that they still try, they're still trying to operate in these humongous spaces and nobody's trying to come up in there. You got to meet your customer at the curb or on their front porch. I'm just saying. And if you you are not bringing that in, no, you're not going to stay in business. I'm sorry. 
You're just not. You're leaving money on the table. All these businesses out here. Y'all have not got like Chick-fil-A and changed up that drive through Chick-fil-A. Like, I'm going to make sure you don't get out this line. I'm coming to your car. I don't even know why y'all still operating the drive through Because let me, can I just tell y'all, uh, if you have a drive through and a drive through worker there, you are probably losing uh, 80 to 90, 80, 80 to 90% of your, what your potential revenue. I'm just saying, cause they don't sell, they don't upsell and they rush orders and people, I guarantee you people using the apps have probably ordered probably 50% more and you still got that person. Does that complete your order? Does that complete your order? Is that all? I'm like, look, I'm going to drive around and snatch you through that window. You know, can I order my food? Can you give me a minute, right? And and so I'm just saying, I use the app, and then when y'all put over there, we get this for a dollar. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? They come handing me this big old bag of food. I'm like, who ordered this? Well, guess what? You order, you upgraded, and you got something for free. I'm like, huh? That's Chick Fil A, y'all. Do y'all know when you go to the curbside, they give you some? Uh, let me stop. I'm just saying. I get excited. I get excited when I see good business. I get excited when I see people who companies and brands who really get it. And guess what you should do? Duplicate it. You should absolutely duplicate it. I'm not saying get like the dominant society and rob, replicate and replace, but you should duplicate it. Okay? I'm just saying. All right? But there's a way to learn how to do that. You want more of this, what I just said? Because I just gave somebody a million-dollar idea. I know I did. Mm. But anyway, the clinic start on the 9th. We open on the 9th. Uh, two meetups scheduled for the 9th, and then uh, it'll go on continuously thereafter. If you'd like to get some one-on-ones, you can go on the Instagram, hit that book, book it, book it, book it button, and uh, and get it. So podcasting, how to get out of bed. We do it each and every day. Each and every morning, I wake up with the breath of light, the sun, the to come through yonder window. All that means is the angel stopped by, shook the girl. She woke up and she came and shared how to get out of bed today. How are we getting out of bed today? We are laughing ourselves out of bed. All right, y'all. I'm going to get out here. Let me clear this screen and make sure all this good stuff is on here. I'm going to ask you to do me one more favor. You know what that favor is. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.